Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word. Thank you. 
Black History Month. Our final celebratory acknowledgement is dedicated to a series of inventors. Before security systems were even thought of, an African-American nurse, Mary Van Britton Brown, devised an early security system for her own home. In 1966, Brown invented a system that used cameras that could slide into and look through four peepholes in her front door. Mrs. Brown continued to develop her security system and add microphones, a lock system, and so much more. She was awarded a patent three years later in 1969. Our second spotlight goes to Dr. James E. West. More than 90% of the microphones used today, including the microphones used in phones and cameras, use a system co-invented by a black man, Dr. James E. West. He was tasked with creating a more sensitive and compact microphone for a tech company. Two years later, along with a German colleague, the final model of the microphone was developed in 1964 and they patented the landmark invention. Frederick McKinley Jones took out more than 60 patents throughout his life, including a patent for a rooftop mounted cooling system used to refrigerate goods on trucks during extended transportation in the mid 1930s. He received a patent for his invention in 1940 and became a co-founder of the US Thermal Control Company, later known as the Thermo King. Lastly, we want to make honorable mention to Miss Sarah Boone, whose additions to the original iron board design set a template for the design we use to this very day. Alexander Miles co-invented the electric elevator. His stellar design added automatic doors to keep passengers safe during travel. Lastly, we want to show honor to Lewis Lattimore, who invented the carbon light bulb filament, which enhanced the original design created by Thomas Edison. The change in material allowed for longer and more sustainable light bulbs. Thank you to all these phenomenal inventors who set the bar high in black excellence. St. Matthews, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus our Savior died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you have done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. love to invite you to our online service here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the direction of our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Here at St. Matthew's, pastor has been preaching the word of God, rightly dividing it with truth and transparency for over 33 years. We've seen thousands of lives transformed. Even though we're living through an unprecedented time, and even though our church is closed due to the pandemic, we'd love for you to download our SMBC app through your Google Play Store or through the Apple App Store for real-time live updates. Additionally, we'd like for you to follow us on Instagram 
at smbchurchnj or on Facebook at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. In addition to that, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at SMBCTV, where you can learn about our online services, our Wednesday night core Bible studies, and even our Zoom schedules at this time. Finally, don't forget to remain faithful through your giving by tithing online through our church website or by using our SMBC app or by mailing in your tithes to our church address at P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Have a blessed day.
precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Truly God is an awesome God. And today is a day of worship. We're here to lift up Jesus as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He's the Alpha and the Omega. We praise God for him. We thank God for bringing us this far, waking us up this morning, giving us grace, mercy, and peace. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. He's the only true and living God. And every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of Almighty God. Let not your hearts be troubled. He said, you believe in God, believe also in me, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I will return to receive you unto myself. We praise God this morning from whom all blessings flow, and we're asking you to trust in the Lord. With all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, thanking God for his tremendous mercy and grace, his keeping power. Peter says, we are kept by the power of God unto salvation. Be encouraged in Jesus. Amen. He is still in total control. We're praying for you and your family. We're praying, amen, for your mindset that during this pandemic and all of the things that are taking place politically, social unrest, that you just be still and know that he is God. He said, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Praise his name. He's worthy. Then we ask you to continue to be faithful, that you would tithe online, and that you would send your envelopes in the P.O. Box 817 Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094, and we are thanking God again from whom all blessings flow. Just be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now, we are at a critical cross uh, uh, juncture here. Uh, the governor's office has approved our church site as an inoculation site. We're working details out with FEMA, and we've already contacted our seniors trying to make sure that they are inoculized, and then hopefully the whole congregation and community. Uh, I'm, I'm thanking the Lord um, for the uh, privilege here, and uh, my investment is that everybody coming through here, community, church, will get a track about who Jesus is. Can I get a witness? And so I'm thankful again from whom all blessings flow. I have a reading assignment for you. Uh, read Psalms 103 to 110 and read Colossians chapters 1 through 4 and read, amen, uh, 1 John chapters 1 through 5. Let me, let me say that again. That is Psalms 103 to 110. Great, great Psalms. And uh, read... Um, uh, Colossians chapters 1 through 4, uh, dealing in chapter 1 with the deity of Jesus Christ. And then, of course, 1 John chapters 1 through 5. Now, this is our last sermon in this series. Amen. And we've been dealing with alliteration of D's all along. 
Amen. And uh, so after this, next week, should the Lord spare our life, we will enter a new series called Righteous Responsibilities, the hearing, the heeding, the healing of the humble, that God will fix and heal, listen, your faith, your fractures, your future, and your finances. We, we want to just give you the word of God. Amen. The word cannot, will not come back void. So we're going to be dealing with this matter of right, righteous responsibilities and responsibilities, amen, or commensurate to privileges. Amen. Privileges, responsibilities. God has given us great grace, great mercy, great peace, great amen, uh, oversight uh, of our families, and, and the least we can do is amen, respond according to the word of God. Amen. Pastor is, I want you to pray for us. We have to make some critical decisions on our return to church, and I want that to be safe. And the reason we have been closed is because as the under-shepherd, I want the sheep safe. I want you safe. I want you safe. I want you safe. This is not about money. It's not about, amen, rushing back up in here. We want to thank God for our president who's uh, uh, moving expeditiously to make sure everyone is, in fact, inoculated. So we're going to get through this. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Uh, this morning, previews are coming attractions, amen, of scenes which are revealed, actors which are reviewed, and amen, unfolding situations which are released. And in a similar sense, God gives us previews of his plan, purpose, platforms, amen, the punishment and the praise that's coming forth. And, and this morning, we're going to dive into the area theologically known as eschatology, eschatology, or future things. God has a lot to say about future things, and the arrangement comes from God. Amen. The attitudes, the atmosphere, amen. All of that, even the adversary, God has predicted and prophesied, uh, amen, what's happening in these last days. The last days started at the cross of Jesus Christ. Do I have a witness? And, and it's interesting that as we begin to look at this preview, this platform, I want to say this that there are a lot of people who have fallen away, a lot of people who have been fooled, amen. Uh, just look around you, we're seeing wickedness in high places, we're seeing golden images of people being made, we're, we're seeing a whole bunch of mess where God is denied. The love of many have waxed cold, Matthew 24. People are hateful. Amen. People are denying God. People are throwing their fists in God's face. People are living lives like animals. And God keeps quiet. So God wants us to understand, and in this church, we preach truth. 
We rightly, by the grace of God, divide the word of God. Even some of these preachers and pastors are giving you gimmicks. Amen. Giving you all kinds of uh, thought patterns that hopefully will make your life better. They are a lie. God wants us to know the truth, and it's the truth, listen to pastor, that shall set you free. Hallelujah. That is, Satan wants to bait you into things that God's word never said. Amen. And, and, and so one of the things that I want to do is I want to take three apostles and the half-brother of Jesus, uh, Jude, that is Paul, Peter, and John, amen, are three powerful apostles, and then Jude was Jesus' half-brother, and they lay out this whole scheme of eschatology. I want you to, we, we are not only responsible to preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that Jesus died for your sins, was buried and rose again, but we're also responsible to, to, to give the church a preview of coming attractions. And, 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 and I want to say that uh, as we begin uh, to look at what Paul the Apostle says, now in the Pauline epistles, and we know Paul wrote at least 13, but in 1st, 2nd Timothy, amen, in 1st, 2nd Thessalonians, Paul really pours out, amen, some uh, interesting information in these epistles, we're in Second Timothy chapter 3, and I want you to turn there with me. Uh, there is an, an arrangement by God, amen, an atmosphere allowed by God, adversaries, and the attitude of the just. What is the attitude of the saved? Paul places a premium, listen to pastor, on your faith and your trust in Jesus, period. During these troubled times, you got to have a strong faith. You got to know that you know that you know that Jesus is the Christ, Son of the living God. That he's able to keep you from falling. That he's God the Son and Son of God. He's deity. Amen. He is our glory. He is our honor. He is our praise. He has not left us. Hallelujah. You got to have a strong faith. Pistis. A conviction. A persuasion. You got to have a strong faith during these troubled times. We're living in troubled times. And even I get shaky sometimes. And the Lord tells me to be strong in him. Our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Look what, look what Timothy, uh, Paul says in 2 Timothy 3. And I, and I want you to see this. Very, very interesting. He says that, um, um, hallelujah, that also this know also that in the last days, now also refers to chapter 2 where he's talking about demonic, satanic attacks on the people of God. Also know this too that perilous times 
shall come. They're here. The word perilous in the Greek are two men possessed by demons. Matthew 8.20. Two men possessed by demons ravishing others. Perilous demonic times shall come. The word times is not chronos, where we get our word clock and time. It's crisis. Perilous crisis shall come. He gives us the temperature, Lord have mercy, of our times. Now, in giving us the temperature of our times, he tells us that these perilous times will be ushered in by a falling away from the faith. Church, people are falling away from truth. They're falling away from the faith in Jesus. They're falling away from the church. There's a falling away. Don't you think Satan is stupid or dumb? All of these technical ingenuities where we are inviting the world into our phone, into our computers, are bringing more than we bargained for. They are bringing a persuasion of perilous times. And that is, we are on our phones more than we in the Bible. We're on Facebook more than we in the Bible. That, that, that in these last days, there's going to be a falling away and apostatizing. Apo, A-P-O is away. Apostasy is falling. There's a falling away. Falling away. We have fallen away. We have fallen away from the faith. Not that you don't believe of Jesus. You don't depend on Jesus. There's a falling away. From the faith. He gives us the temperature. I love this about Paul. And and in giving us this temperature, he's dealing with, amen, this disregard for doctrine. Proper doctrine. Hmm. He gives us a temperament, characteristics of these totally depraved men who will be living no righteousness, no repentance, no spiritual relevance. And, and here in chapter 3, uh, he says, uh, giving us this not only temperature, but temperament. These people are, amen, unholy, covetous, proud, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Look what he says. Truth breakers, false, uh, amen, false accusers, amen, incontinent, uh, fearers, uh, 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 despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness. They have religion. So did the people during the days of Sodom. But they deny 
the power thereof, he says, turn away from them for this sort. And he goes on to explain, amen, the characteristics of these people ever learning but never able to come to the truth as Janus and Jamres, two musicians that tried to duplicate Moses' miracles. We are living in the time of occult practices, time of demonic uh, thinking. Amen. And we're being fed by Satan so that we too will fall away. Churches are no longer teaching the word of God. They're no longer preaching the word of God. They, they, they are itching ear doctrines. Yeah. Promise of making you rich. Hmm. That, that Paul deals with the temperature and then he deals with this matter of the temperament of man. We see it every time we turn the news on. Man is devolving, not evolving, devolving into demonism. Mm. Um, he deals with separated from God. Amen. Separ- uh, 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 systematic in false religions. And I'm going to deal with that. Some people going to get upset. Spiritually bankrupt rebellious, resisting truth. Paul, the apostle, warns us first that our faith and trust must stay strong. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That God wants your faith strong. You got to read this word. You got to be still, be quiet. Let God speak to your heart, regardless of what you're hearing in this world. Paul's emphasis, his attitude for the church, you got to have a strong faith and a strong trust in Jesus. Jesus, I'm trusting you with my kids. Jesus, I'm trusting you with my life. Jesus, I'm trusting you to transform me. Trusting you to heal my wounds. I'm trusting you to be humble before your presence. Lord, have mercy. Paul, the apostle, deals with this predictability of the last days. We are living in hell. Pure, unadulterated hell. And we ought to be strong in our faith. Strong in our trust. One one of the devastations of this pandemic has been people can't come to church. Well, the problem is we connected our faith to the building and not to the person. So once we're out of the building, oh yeah, I miss worship too and I'm going to get back to it. I miss praise in the name of Jesus collectively. I miss the word of God going forth, the songs of Zion going forth, the fellowship. I miss it. And we're going to get it back soon. But I got to have some private time with my Jesus. Some time in the world where I know, I'm not guessing, I know in whom I believe and I know that he's able I'm preaching up in this place to keep you from falling and to present you faultless 
before his glory. You got to know. Why, preacher? Because we are troubled <laughs> on every side. But we're not distressed. Perplexed, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Your faith and your trust. Your faith and your trust. Your faith and your trust. Not in a pastor. Not in the church. Not in your marriage. Not in your family. In Jesus. In Jesus. We move from the Apostle Paul to the Apostle Peter. Peter, Second Peter chapter 2 and 3. Peter deals not with faith and trust. I'm dealing with FTs here. Peter deals with a focus on false teachers. You better keep your eyes open. These scoffers, these apostates, these false preachers, false teachers all over the land. And they're coming up in every church. Their word is not the word of God. Lord, have mercy. It's the word of merchandise. Yeah, it's the word of bondage. Peter, 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 hang in there with me. Peter, the apostle, tells us, Lord, have mercy, here in chapter 2, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately, listen to pastor, shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction, and many shall follow their pernicious ways. Don't be surprised of how many people are deceived. The whole world going to be deceived. Lord, have mercy. That, that is, and then, now wait a minute, these, these false teachers are not, amen, on CNN. They in the church. They in the church. False preachers in the church. You got to test the authenticity of what they're teaching and preaching with the word of God. People are deceived. Lord, have mercy. How can you sit here this morning and deny that this world is under the power of the demonic one? Check it out. Look at our country. A Christian nation. Look where we are. We're sad. We're in bondage. We're into the occult. We're into ungodly practices. We're following people who are damned and doomed to go to hell. And yet, they itch our ears with promises that they cannot keep. That is... Peter deals, us, deals with these false teachers, 2 Peter chapter 2, and, and he deals with the damnable heresies they'll bring in, amen, and, and, and uh, he, 
he deals with the fact that the way of truth shall not be spoken of, uh, shall not be spoken of, but evil through covetousness and they with fiend words make merchandise of you whose, listen, whose judgment noun of a long time, hallelujah, their doom will slumbereth not. And then Peter does something strange. Peter says, don't think God is letting them off the hook. For if God, Second Peter 2, judged the angels that sinned, put them in chains in Tartarus, a place for evil spirits. If God judged the angels, these people are disobedient. These false teachers are prideful in their talk. He said, even Michael, the archangel, when confronting Satan by the, about the body of Moses, did not bring railing accusation against him. You need to listen to this. People just are flimsy at, amen, speaking out against authority. Michael didn't do that. Michael said, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. In other words, I'm not your equal. I know who you are, but the Lord rebuke you. In the name of Jesus, he rebuked Satan. As they contended, they fought over the body of Moses. You, you, you need to understand that these false scoffers, these false teachers, they are prideful. They have no thought of what they say. They say whatever comes to their mind. They, 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 they are pitiful. They are, amen, bountiful. They, they, they are satanic in their uh, jurisdictions. And, 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 and so, child of God, Peter lays out the false teachers. And listen, we better be aware of the false teachers. They're totally depraved. They are totally depraved. What are you saying, Peter? Their doctrines are demonic. They're totally depraved. You read it. This is Second Peter 2 and 3. And then he talks about the day of the Lord. Not the Lord's day. The Lord's day is Sunday. That's when we worship. The day of the Lord is when Jesus is coming back. Hmm. Not for the church, but for judgment. He he deals with this matter of the day of the Lord uh, throughout Peter. And if I'm scaring you, that's good. You need to be scared. Because he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. He's coming back to the, to the earth to set up his messianic kingdom for a thousand years. He's going to destroy everything that's evil. Peter says, you better watch out. Peter gives us this preview. Peter gives us this warning. Paul's focus was on our faith and trust. Peter's focus is on false teachers. How do you discern a false teacher? The Bible says in the last days, they're going to abstain from marriage. They're going to abstain from meats, Paul talked about. They're, they're going to abstain from worshiping the Lord. 
look at this generation. Oh yeah, I'm getting older, but look at this generation. There was no question what we believed. We believed that Jesus was the Christ, Son of the living God. We, we, we went to church every Sunday. Lord, have mercy. We prayed before every meal. Do I have a witness? Yeah, society even had righteousness within it. Drunkards and winos would tip their hats at ladies and respect them. We lived in a society of accountability, a society of God-fearing people. Look at the world now! It's a mess. False teachers. False teachers are in the pulpit making promises they can't keep. Deceiving people with weak minds. No real biblically based teachers that are teaching truth. Everybody's trying to make a dollar through their tape ministries, through TV ministries. Every, every, everybody's making merchandise of you. Making promises that are not even in the word of God. Lord have mercy. God is sovereign who he heals. God is sovereign who becomes rich. God is sovereign. Lord have mercy. That that is child of God. Jesus said, let him that is filthy remain filthy. Let him that is just remain just. Judgment is coming. First on the house of God. That is false teachers. It has been my experience that even people that I love, commentators, great preachers I love, preach false doctrines. False teachers. False positions. Quiet when they watch the wickedness of this world. Whether Republican or Democrat. Quiet when they see the insurrection. Quiet when they see all the hatefulness. Quiet when they see all this mess. They're quiet. They won't dare speak out. Hmm. We're living in the last days. Paul says, your faith, your trust. Peter says, this is deep. This is eschatology. False teachers. False teachers. Mm. Jude comes along, the half-brother Jesus. He deals with, listen, fighting for truth. Contend for the faith. In other words, in these last days, we're going to have to fight for truth. We can't just discuss truth. We're going to have to fight for truth. Contend for the faith. Why? Because Jude, it's only one chapter. You can read it today. Jude deals with people, listen, who crept into the church unaware. They weren't noticed. They crept in unaware. 
to lead people astray. And the church ought to be on guard. The church ought to be, yeah, challenging every teacher, every preacher as to what they teach and preach. I don't care how glorious you think you are. I don't care how much you hoop and holler. I don't care what you have to say and how you have to say it. We got to judge them who would dare teach in this ministry. And the moment you start teaching something other than the Bible, your butt is out of here. St. Matthews, you can forget that. We are Bible-centric. What is our vision? We are a Bible-centric people reaching, teaching, and discipling for the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have values and characteristics of the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Mm. Fighting for truth. Jude says they crept in unawares. Nobody recognized them. You let them on the deacon board. You let them in the pulpit. You let them in prominent positions. They eased in quietly and then they begin to poison. You got to watch. You got to watch. We got to fight for truth. What is fighting for truth? I'm glad you asked. The minute you say something that's not in the word, I rebuke you. No, that's not in the word. That's your own makeup. Everything in the Bible points to Jesus Christ. He is the first and the last. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the ending. This is not about you nor me. This isn't about our strength and our education. This is not about our articulation. This is not about how long we've been saved. This is about Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him suffered, bled, and died on a cross for our sins was buried and rose again the third day with all power in his hands. There's no other God but Jesus. There's no other faith but Jesus Christ through grace to Christianity. There's no other way to have peace but him. He gives us perfect peace. Look at these three. Paul, strong faith and trust in Jesus. Peter, the focus is false teachers. Watch them. Scoffers. Many who will follow their pernicious ways. Look at Jude. Fighting for truth. Fighting for truth. And then John comes along. John the beloved. John the apostle. John comes along talking about the finish and the triumph. We're going to finish triumphantly. Eschatology. What do you mean, John? First John, he, he says, God is light, love, and liberty. We have confidence in him. But then when you get to the elect lady of 2nd and 3rd John, the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones, saved by calling, saved by election, saved by grace, John says, and I was caught up to the third heaven on the Lord's day from the Isle of Patmos, and I heard a voice 
like many thunderous waters behind me, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and ending. And John turned, fell on his face through the medium of an angel, and it was Christ in all his glory. Lord, have mercy. Chapters 2 or 3 deals with the seven churches of Asia Minor. Each church is an age. And right now we're in the age of the last church, Laodicea, the rights of the people. What are we seeing today? The rights of the people. I have a right not to wear a mask. Chapter 4, the rapture. Revelation chapter 5, the marriage supper of the Lamb. 6 to 19, the tribulation. The time of Jacob's trouble, seven years, three and a half trib, three and a half great trib. And then chapter 20, the great white throne judgment, when Jesus will return to the earth. Chapters 20 and 20, 21 and 22, the New Jerusalem, Beulah land, the place where the gates of pearls, the streets of gold, the lamb is in the middle and every all the saints are shouting. The angels are bowing. It is a great time when we get to glory. If you want to know about eschatology, future things, listen to Paul. Perilous times are here. You need a strong faith and a strong trust. Listen to Peter. You better focus on these false teachers. They will lead you astray. Listen to Jude. Contend for truth. Because truth is going to get tested. Lord have mercy. And then listen to John. We're going to finish triumphantly. And those of you that belong to St. Matthews, we are going to do what's right going to use wisdom in how we proceed. Yes, I want to return too. We're going to return. Hopefully soon. We're coming into the first quarter, the end of the first quarter. We're going to return, but it's going to be a safe return. Pastors and congregations are catching corona because they foolishly went in too quick. Just keep praying. We're going to be a site for inoculations. We thank God from whom all blessings flow. Thank you, Jesus. But this is all a preview of coming attractions. God sets the arrangement. God allows the adversary. God allows the atmosphere. But God wants us to have an attitude. Faith and trust, looking at false teachers, fighting for truth, and finishing triumphantly. Lord, I trust you and you alone. See me through. Lord, I want to walk in the light. Lord, have mercy as you're in the light. Lord, I want to please you. I want to praise you. I want to live for you. I want to exalt you. We want to be a church of born again, blood washed, blood bought people who love Jesus, the Christ. Not love money, not love 
uh, pleasure love Jesus just a preview just 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 a preview of the punishment the placement the purpose and the power of God be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, as you travel this world, everyone's wearing masks. It's scary. Be strong. Trust Jesus. Trust Jesus with your life. Trust Jesus with your marriage. Trust Jesus with your money. Trust Jesus with your children. Trust Jesus. He will. I said he will. Lead God and direct you. We don't have no tricks here, St. Matthews. We walk by faith and not by sight. In the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Pray for your pastor. Pray for our church. Next week, righteous responsibilities, responsibilities. Listen to our faith, our family, our fractures, our future, and our finances. You can be saved this morning by believing that Jesus is the Christ. Ask him to come into your life. Believing he died for your sins, was buried, and rose again the third day with all power in his hands. We preach truth at St. Matthew's. God bless you. Have a great day. And read the scriptures, Psalm 103 to 110, Colossians 1 through 4, 1 John 1 through 5. We love you. Have a great day. Oh, boy. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form.
Need you, Lord. 